everybody. Welcome back to the Jesse Nyberg podcast. Today I'm here with uh, DJ, producer, designer, Trevor Tappy or uh, Freeman713. He's a good friend of mine. I've known him for a while. And how's it going? It's going good, man. Just just chilling. Yeah, um, it's a... Uh, I was saying like it's nice to talk to someone this is probably the first person i've had on where we would just be talking anyway you know actually know you most of the time i'm meeting the people for the first time and it's a sometimes an interesting experience yeah no i'm happy to be on the show yeah and we we've known each other for a while so me and you just a little background for people me and you actually met in like at school um in like the design program and then you were mm-hmm. continuing to do that and then also kind of moves a, a lot of your focus into producing and djing and stuff and uh what kind of stuff have you been up to lately with all that um I, so i run a record label with some of my friends called perfect dark mm-hmm. and that's also kind of like um some of our other friends right. from school um but yeah, we, we run this label together and it's like, uh, we release music and it's also like, um, an event, like club night, like mm-hmm. thing. Um, but we've been doing that for like a few years now since, um, like sort of the end of, uh, our being in school time. And so I'm putting a lot of focus into like doing that. And that takes like a lot of like work from like every kind of angle. Cause it's like, yeah it's a lot of design stuff. It's obviously like a lot of music stuff. It's like a lot of just making assets for like releases or making like, I I don't know. It ends up being like a lot more work than you would think, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And and we kind of like, we kind of like split it between us being like Tanner is our other homie that I run it with Mm -hmm. me and him kind of like, well, me and him do all of the design stuff. So we kind of like split that between us. Yeah. Um, and you end up doing a lot more, I guess, like non-music stuff compared to what you would think, huh? Like doing it like business side of things and everything. Yeah, there is like definitely a lot of that, especially too now since we're like, we're making merchandise and stuff now. So there's a lot of like, mm-hmm. there's definitely a lot more like business aspects to handle about it. Um, but it's fun and it's fun to be able to like actually like release music on like a, in like a semi-professional kind of way. Right. and like be able to like release other people's music too like we're about to um release some music for for ricky friend of the show so oh, that's kind of yeah. cool like you know yeah that's I actually just finished doing yeah i just i just finished doing the design for like the album actually too which ended up kind of taking me a long time but mm-hmm. just finished that like yesterday yeah we were talking about that a little bit like off air it's it's nice that you have that design background and you have um our other friend Tanner, who is also a designer that way, you guys can kind of handle all the creative in-house and like, that's just another thing. Yeah, it's on your plate and you have to do it, but then you don't have to like worry about, you know, finances for that. It's more just allocating your time rather than money. Yeah, totally. And everybody kind of has their own thing that they're they're good at and can do. Like, it's really nice to be able, it's usually not a problem to be able to be like, Oh, uh, we have to do all this stuff. Like you do this and you do this and I'll do this. Mm-hmm. It's usually pretty, it comes together pretty nicely. And obviously it's like really easy to work with Tanner because we're pretty much like on the same page as far as like music and design stuff goes together, you know? Yeah. So 
it will like like a lot of times we're we're going back and forth with like posters or like album arts or whatever like one of us will start it and then the other one will finish it or something yeah yeah you guys definitely have like there's like a good amount of crossover in all of your guys just kind of style in terms of like how stuff looks like the design the art direction and same with like the actual music like you guys seem to be like a good group and um i want that's what i was going to ask you too about the so you've had a few different names for for stuff since i've known you and i was wondering what the freeman 713 like project and name is about yeah so the freeman 713 name is like that's like my solo techno project Mm -hmm. so um so i've been living in la for like the past um just like almost been like six months now yeah and like uh so i kind of wanted to like just have my own project where i could do techno and like really focus on like getting involved with like um the greater like techno scene out here and kind of have like my own like name to like you know just like uh use and like right just because because the music that i'm making is pretty similar to like um my smoke jumper project which is like me and my friend rocky right who is like up north in like bay area kind of like where i was living before and we're still doing our thing and like that's kind of like the main like uh output for perfect dark stuff still is like me and him doing smoke jumper stuff but i just wanted to be able to have like for the smoke jumper stuff we're, we're trying we try to be really like really professional with like the presentation and like really uh-huh. like not putting things out in like an unofficial way or like not like doing things like super um little b style like just every day yeah like, like yeah like we, we want i think everything for smoke jumper we want to have like officially released on like all streaming and everything mm-hmm. and have like everything have like nice art and everything be like kind of cohesive and i just wanted a way to be able to like um to be able to kind of like put out just kind of like more like rough or like experimental or like stuff that maybe is like i would maybe not want to release like right away or Mm -hmm. just stuff where i'm kind of like trying to experiment with like new sounds or like kind of like find the new direction to go in right um and just kind of like yeah just like push like just sort of like push like my personal like boundaries of like what i'm trying to make and it's it's like it's different too, you know, because you like meet different people, and there's you go to all these different shows, and there's like different sounds and styles and stuff that I want to do, and I want to like just have like an easy way to like to like make my own little persona that I can like move around with, but that is still also like cohesive with the perfect dark stuff. Yeah, it seems because I'm still making music for all the other like stuff too, but it's just like. I, I want this to be my main focus because it's in line with where I'm at, like personally. Okay. So it seems like the change in names isn't necessarily like a replacement for your other avenues. It's more or less like these different uh, projects or like personas incorporate different styles of music like that you've, that you've been through. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's like, yeah i don't i've definitely there have been names that i've used before that i don't use anymore like when i think when i met you and i when i met everybody else i was like hound beats mm-hmm. and that was like my name for when i was in 
late yeah that was like when i was in late in high school to like early in college and that, that was like um that was like the first project where i was like actually like i think like good you know where people were actually like listening to my <laughs> music and it was like actually like decent and like i had like worked enough to get stuff to where I, it was actually like sounding pretty good to where other people actually like, wanted to listen and stuff but yeah. i ended up like not sticking with that name um because i didn't like that it had like beats in it like because i feel like everybody that i was meeting was just like assuming that i was just like the beats guy you know and yeah, i didn't want to be like and stuff yeah because i think i think early on i thought that i wanted to be like um like a producer like right in the traditional sense of like producing like engineering like other people's stuff but i think i found out like that i don't really like to work like that like um mm -hmm. i don't i don't really like collaborating with people on music stuff honestly like well aside from like rocky and tanner and like people that i'm like that i like really click with and can like really like sit down and like work on something with but for the most part it's like not that easy for me to like collaborate like right. musically with just whoever it's, yeah it's weird it has to be yeah it has to be the right person or the right like situation or it's kind of just it kind of just doesn't work for me it's, it's and i definitely i hate like i hate engineering for other people like when it's on some other other stuff like i thought that was what i would want to do originally and originally mm -hmm. i was even going to go to school for that but I'm glad I didn't because I hate engineering. Doing I hate, that, like, making somebody else's idea. Doing engineering and like producing, um, for like, you know, like tr in that sense, like for a beat, for like let's say like rap or even like pop or whatever. It's it, I kind of like compare it a lot more to if you're doing design and you have like a shitty client. It's like it's not fun and you don't really want to be doing it, but you're kind of just doing it for whatever the other reason is, like the money or the credit or like whatever. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, and then, yeah. Was it hard to kind of, when you made that diversion, though, I feel like that was definitely a big step because it kind of retired, like, you in that scene and you focus more on, like, techno and house and stuff. But was it ever kind of, like, were you nervous a little bit since you already built up kind of, like, a somewhat name for yourself in that world? No, just because it's, like people still know who like i am i think you know just as mm -hmm. a person and like i don't really like if i'm not if i'm wanting to do a different thing then i'm not gonna like tie myself to one thing you know yeah i think i look like that's good i, I don't know i feel like there's like people make it like a big deal like what you're like handle is or how you're presenting yourself in this kind of like social media kind of way mm -hmm. but i look at like a lot of like in techno especially and like um electronic music especially a lot of people who are like older like really like highly respected like old heads you know like legendary techno Some dudes are like yeah <laughs> yeah like um they'll have like you'll look at their like discographies and they'll have had like a whole bunch of different like side projects and all these different like aliases where they've released music under and um yeah i think like ultimately like you're still you, you still know that it's like one person and maybe they have maybe there's like one project that they like that popped off the hardest and that's kind of what they're most well known for right but it's still like 
you know, you can still do all these other things too. I don't know. I just don't, I don't like tying myself to like one thing. I think in a lot of like aspects of my life, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I have that issue too sometimes, not really with like, I, I like my identity or being tied to like a name, but I get, uh, I don't like getting tied to like a look or like a style of something because then I feel like yeah. if I do something else, then people think like, well, what's this? I thought you do this other thing, but I want to do whatever yeah. I want. And that's kind of like the nice thing is you can. Yeah, no, that's like such a weird thing about like, especially like the times today is like people like, I don't want to be like, I don't want to have to have people be like, oh, you're the, this guy, mm-hmm. you know, but like also you kind of like need that for like, notoriety Um, or whatever yeah which which sucks but like i don't know it's just like it sucks to have to be like oh like i'm like developing my like brand identity like as a fucking like as an artist or like Mm -hmm. as a person you know because it's like i don't want to i don't want to do that i just want to like make stuff and have people like look at it but yeah and like a sense of like you need to or people aren't going to pay attention if you don't make it like easily digestible for them you know yeah when people will say like that's not on brand and it's like i'm not a fucking brand i'm just a human I, yeah being. yeah yeah that's like the last thing that i want to be is like something that is um like encapsulated where you can be like oh this is like this this and this and that's what it is and it fits over here and like mm-hmm. we can just put it away which yeah i think it's like that's such a problem for like that's always like the the like the in between between like I, like i don't know like artists and fans or like consumers or like and like producers or like you know just like how how people on the internet like react to like new music or mm-hmm. new art or whatever it's always like if you read comments for anything so it's always like oh this is like this or this sounds like this and like people just like yeah. i don't know people just need that to like something about how people's brains work or something they need to just be able to categorize everything a certain way it's like genres like we we have so many genres now in music or in art that there's like so many that the purpose of a genre almost like gets like voided because it's just so specific that like any new music could be like its own genre and it's and it's it'll be like they'll just stack them on it's like melodic hyper techno pop like something step yeah. core or whatever it's just so long yeah and I, I think like the I don't know I think it's always been that way too where like I don't think I think most of the time when people make like good art they're not like like I don't think they're trying to be like oh like I'm gonna make like minimal techno mm-hmm. and it's gonna be the best like minimal techno album or like or whatever you know whatever your thing is Right. But, like, I think the best stuff comes from people just making, like, what they make and then, like, putting it out there. And then, you know, the culture kind of decides what it is, like, after. Yeah, that's a good point. What would you, I guess, then, if you were to kind of talk about yourself, like, how would you describe the stuff that you're doing currently um, in your solo things? Um, Like, musically? Yeah, musically. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Except I'm still, like... I'm definitely, for the most part, focusing on, like, really trying to make, like, techno because, like, I'm kind of, like, at a point where I'm, like, I'm getting a little bit older and I'm kind of, like, okay, I'm not gonna, I don't really want to have, like, a real job or, like, a real career, so I need to, like, sort of make my art, like, something that's, like, 
that I could really stand on, you know? So mm-hmm. I need to like have like a definitely like a direction to like go in. Yeah. And like the direction that I'm on, I'm like trying to commit to right now is like, you know, what I'm listening to probably the most, which is like, you know, harder, faster, like techno, like, uh, I guess maybe like minimal techno, but I, I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know how much I identify with like that term. Right. But like, uh, a lot of like, like a lot of what I'm doing right now is like, hardware based kind of like super jammy kind of like trying to get stuff out as fast as possible uh, trying to make stuff be really dynamic but not like too over produced you know or like too like i don't know I, I find that like i don't know even when i make something i still end up like obsessing over it and like tweaking stuff on it um so i can't really say that like i'm just like oh i'm just trying to do everything like off the bat, but I think what's changed about how I'm working now than how I was working before is I'm definitely like, my process is like a lot more getting ideas out, getting sketches out really quick and making like a lot of sketches and then taking those sketches and like kind of like remixing them myself Mm -hmm. and like reiterating the sketches. So like a lot of times now, which is different from how I've worked before is I'll have a song where like there's five different versions of that song, but then like the one that comes out is just like the the one where I'm like really happy with everything, Mm -hmm. but then you could go back and actually listen to the different like versions of the song and hear it kind of like developing more and more, which is cool too. Cause then I have like a bigger backlog of like songs Mm -hmm. to like be able to play when I'm DJing or like these little bits and pieces to like play with. Yeah. And you can pull from them like into other like songs or whatever later down the road since they weren't used in this other version of something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's cool. I feel like you're, like kind of how you're describing for as much as I know about like the different avenues and like worlds of all that electronic music is you seem to be focusing a lot more on like stripping things back and like bringing it to more like a pure like techno form as before you were doing a lot more different stuff with like house and then like the beat stuff and then like you're kind of this is like your final form I guess for lack of a a better term yeah it's like the way that um, I think I didn't know it was the way that I wanted to work before, but I think like I did, but I just didn't know that like, that's exactly how like, cause I don't know, even like the whole time I've like been into making music, it's always been like sort of a mystery, like, especially with like techno or electronic music of like how, how somebody made this, like, that's kind of like the fun of it too. You mm-hmm. like hear something that you really like and you're like, whoa, like that's crazy. Like how did they make that sound? Or like, how did they like make this remix Mm -hmm. and then you like go and try to like do something similar to yourself or like try to like I don't know I'll always try to like listen to like songs I like and I'm like oh that groove is like crazy like let me try to make like something similar and then I'll make something and it won't be the same but I'll have learned something from trying to have recreated it you know like because I've and it's the same with design too Mm -hmm. I think like yeah I do that often like uh I'll see something and I kind of like I almost try to think like how would this look is like the source file if I had it and like break it down by like the layers or however it is like if it's a a video like a different way but I'll do that and then and it's like it's not like I'm just gonna copy it and put it out and that's like this is mine but I do that that way I have that and then I can look at it and usually like like no human can create a perfect copy of something really else so like even yeah. in the attempt to copy something verbatim, 
you it comes out with like the filter that you put on it you know yeah and that's what's and I, nice. i've always really liked the idea of like like remixing stuff you know mm-hmm. like because in, in music like electronic music especially like remixing stuff is like really big um but i feel like in design even more than like electronic music i i'm really drawn to like um like collaging stuff or like taking bits and pieces from other stuff and like putting them together to make like a new thing yeah that's always kind of been like the my favorite kind of like design stuff they do that i noticed too with electronic music like i've talked about this with some of our other friends they do a lot of the remixes on like the logos and shit like it'll just be like tied or something or like some famous logo oh, and it'll yeah, be like, like a dj posters. name yeah like all the 90s yeah show. yeah that's i love that so that stuff's like super uh i mean i think you you see that influence a lot now from like the 90s like rave like aesthetic is like super huge like in design and techno yeah it's kind of funny because i think there's like there's a really big crossover with design and techno in that sort of like did you interview dreadlabs yeah yeah i think like his the style stuff that he does is so like intertwined with like techno music Mm -hmm. that it's like i don't know it's it's really funny like they're like kind of co-evolving yeah there's definitely parallels like there's also like to throw if you want to throw another thing into like this triangle it would be is like there's the music that kind of repeats itself and like the different inspirations and that kind of plays off the design and then also like Mm -hmm. uh in terms of like like fashion or like what people look like you know like pretty much everything right now is like 90s and like y2k like music design and fashion and they're all so like you know probably in 20 years we'll be doing like shit that's from 2015 or whatever or 2012 yeah yeah that shit's so funny i guess like that's always kind of been the thing it's like it's like 20 year cycle or something yeah it's weird because we we're finally it makes you feel old because we're finally to the age where something can be like repeated (laughs) for the first time yeah and when you grow like further away from like a time you i think the the weird little like quirks and like um things that make it like iconic become more apparent you know Mm -hmm. i i think it's like more and more like i'm seeing like all these like weird little like funny things about like the 2010s or whatever that were like (laughs) yeah a thing you know i don't know it's gonna be funny when like fools in like 2030 are wearing like bull snapbacks yeah and, like, like the swag putting, shit. Like, yeah and putting like 10 instagram filters on stuff you know yeah it like just like snake bites and like funny like little quotes like yeah it, yeah it's so weird to see i've seen that stuff on like uh i don't use tumblr but i see anymore but i see like the posts like that are like from that or like reminiscent of that on twitter or something and there'll be people saying things like, oh, like I would have killed to be like a 2012 high schooler. And it's like, what is that even? Yeah. That was not even that long ago, you know? <laughs> Listening to uh, like people were going to be like commenting on LMFAO tracks and stuff and being like, oh, this is, I wish I was, I was born in the wrong generation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that just is a thing with stuff that passes. It's hard. You said the iconic things stand out, but not only that it gets harder and harder to remember all the shitty things like people yeah, people totally. that are like i wanted to live in the 70s and like or the 60s and they don't even think about like the vietnam war and all this like bad shit that yeah. was also <laughs> happening you know yeah which is funny no, like 
Yeah, no, I want to live in the future. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool. I think that's like, that's the thing with also with design and different styles, like the future, everyone always tries to make stuff look like what the future is. And then we're already in the mm-hmm. future of, of the old time people saying the future and everything doesn't look uh, like Chrome or whatever, except for like people's Photoshop files. That's about it. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Like, it's weird to see, like you ever watch um, like Twilight Zone or anything like that? And then it'll be like 2008 and they're like flying cars and shit. Yeah. And everyone's like wearing like tinfoil clothes and stuff. Yeah. I guess we have that kind of, we have like the tinfoil hat people, but. There's some stuff like, I feel like like Apple watches are very like. That's true. That's like really like the dual communication devices or like smartphones, especially too, are like super big, like that's like some crazy like future technology yeah it's, it's very like star trek kind of style yeah. like stuff um, it's a lot of st- i think even like video conferencing too like i feel like i remember like watching tv and stuff when i was like really little and you would see like it's like the cia like command and control room or whatever and they would have like the video conference screen yeah and i feel like they probably had something like that at the time but it was definitely like there's something like a movie version of that that was like not how it was in real life and i feel like now it's kind of like that especially with with zoom and everything and how much like yeah video chatting and stuff has has advanced in the last like 10 years or so instead of like cia top secret like conferences now it's just people like talking about like what they ate for breakfast and like coffee and just like office like banter and it's like very not like high tech at all (laughs) yeah yeah that's funny it (laughs) That stuff's weird. Um, one thing though, I wanted to to ask you to to get a little uh, back to something is, um, I wanted to know kind of what first inspired you to get into like, I guess not maybe not music in general, but like DJing and like making techno and stuff. Because like we were saying before, we met in like this design program, and you had already like I already knew you made music, but I was wondering what kind of inspired you to even want to do that in the first place um yeah i don't know i think i just like i started djing in high school and i think that like a big part of it was that i just wanted to like go to parties and like do like like you know like do like cool like <laughs> my life is a movie stuff you know like yeah. go, sure. like I really like love the idea like I had never even been to like a real like rave or anything when I like before I started DJing but I just love like the idea of like a crazy like underground rave you know mm-hmm. I always thought that was like really cool like in movies or whatever like that was always, I was always like oh like, that's like so sick yeah like uh um <laughs> like we, we talked about that that like scene from like triple x or whatever right? oh, yeah. they're like in the crazy like european club yeah with the tesla like, coils like and shit <laughs> yeah yeah like from like early 2000s movies or whatever i was like oh like that's like so sick like i want to do like that and then i think like i started like because i was into like dubstep and like early electronic music for mm-hmm. me and um i thought it was really cool and then i like you know tried to like dj stuff and like tried to like mix songs together and it just like really clicked for me and i like really really enjoyed it and then i was like okay like i want to take this and like try to like 
do it like um in person somewhere so right. i started like going to like parties and stuff like high school parties and like just bringing speakers and like my little dj mixer and like playing songs and stuff and it was just like everybody just loved it and like i had hella fun time doing it and like really early on that's how me and rocky like kind of like connected on it mm. just like i think like it was literally i think the one of the first times i even came to like a party and like brought my stuff yeah um i think me and rocky kind of like clicked together on that we're just like oh let's, let's do this and it's kind of funny too because i think tanner has almost the exact same story but like from just where he was at like a different part of california you know yeah we both like you guys are all doing the same little life in just other areas of the state yeah yeah i know it's funny because like I, it's like literally almost the exact same like story <laughs> like yeah so you liked like, it right yeah. away though you like after you did those first couple like live events you're like holy shit this is something i actually in, like want to pursue further yeah definitely and yeah i think i was always like looking for like what do i want to do or <laughs> like what like you know but like that was like um definitely one of the first things where i was like okay like this is sick like i really love doing this yeah and i gotta find a way to like keep doing this you know it's funny to hear some of the stories you've told me and just like going to different i've been to some raves and stuff with you from like something as simple as like some shit like the school or whatever and then something as far as like some underground shit like it's just funny to imagine you telling me how you guys would dj like some corporate event at like google or something and then just contrast that with like that rave we went to that was like under that abandoned apartment or whatever it's such a different world but you're still doing the same thing just different music yeah yeah exactly and like yeah i don't know djing is like i i haven't like been djing very much obviously because of covid i think like everybody kind of like took a break from djing Mm -hmm. Um, or at least like in the it's different doing like the live streams and stuff for sure Uh, than like if you're really like in a room with people yeah I'm sure that's kind of like I don't know I would think that it'd be like kind of anticlimactic you know like you you do something like a sick transition or something and it's like well they probably liked it but I wouldn't know (laughs) yeah yeah definitely and like it's so cool because like I think most of the times we did those were like there would be like a few people at the house mm-hmm. or whatever so you can still right. vibe with people but it's definitely really like i can't really like dj if i'm like alone like it doesn't really click for me like yeah. i need to like have at least somebody else in the room to like bounce off of you know it's the same way i feel like i've heard um comedians talk about how like they want to do the digital stuff and it's like it's just dumb because there's no like no one's laughing and it's just yeah that seems really <laughs> weird especially because that too is so it's so based on like reactions you know? yeah i think that those that and like comedy stuff and and djing stuff is kind of has a lot of parallels there where like you're doing the art but the crowd is just as involved in the art compared to like other things if you're just watching a guy paint or something it's not you're not part of it you know the crowd's definitely part of it when it comes to music yeah yeah i think so much of djing is being able to like um like read the room which Mm -hmm. they say in comedy like a lot too yeah like that's so like like you can be like the best like technical dj and you can mix like four tracks together and like you can be like crazy but like if you're at a party and like people are like not liking the music 
and not dancing, then you're not a good DJ. You know, you're not like, right. doing a good job. Yeah, that's so, a good like, point. Yeah, th- yeah, you gotta know like when to to like play what. Like it's funny too because like I feel like at our shows too like um, like you know we'll we'll like we'll play what we play, but then like you know you still you still gotta like know the room and like mm-hmm. I think we'll like not be taking things so seriously to where we can't like just play like a song some song that's like to- yeah yeah that's like that maybe doesn't seem like it would fit in but like if pe- if you know people are gonna if you, there's one song that like mm-hmm. this is like a certain group of people that I know like love this song or like I know like this song is gonna like make these people stoked and, and you can work it in, in like a fluid way mm-hmm. then like you should do it you know yeah you gotta, you gotta throw the crowd in old bone every once in a while to keep them uh, on board with yeah, what you're doing yeah. I, I kind of totally. find that the way you were saying about like you know some guy being up there like oh maybe someone like you would see like oh he mixed like those four tracks perfectly but like if the crowd isn't vibing with it it kind of defeats the purpose of of DJing and it's the same way I feel about like I love hip hop and stuff but the some of the people that are just like way too lyrical that it's kind of just like not even a good song anymore that's just them like flexing that yeah. they know like big words you know yeah exactly yeah like you gotta like your main like for DJing especially your main your main job is to like entertain people you know so like mm-hmm. And that's like there's such a difference too in DJing and like in producing, you know. Like, yeah, I love producing too because I can like it's really, it's su- it's a super like solitary like experience, you know, like where you're like really in your own zone <laughs> and you can just kind of get lost in your own little zone for like hours, you know, and just kind of like go wherever you want. Yeah, which is fun. And then like eventually maybe you have something that's like a cool product that you can share with people, but like getting there was like a whole other like journey that you did by yourself yeah it's really the opposite of like like the vibe of like djing and making music like i've i've talked to some of my like you and some of our other friends and making the music looks a lot more like designing or like art because you're kind of just like in this like kind of tunnel vision like bubble of like your screen or your equipment and djing it's like everything is going out like into the world instantly it's almost like uh, it's like yeah. live streaming if you were doing art or whatever but um did the uh so the how how long after did you start making music after you started djing because it sounds like that came after right um yeah i think i was like i think it kind of all came at once honestly because like i can't remember specifically at first if i got like like a DJ controller or if I got a synthesizer first, mm-hmm. I definitely bought a synthesizer super early on, like even before I had like um, any like music software. And I mm. just because I like, I played around with one in the store and I was just like, I just like love playing with all the weird, like different like sounds and stuff. Yeah. And um, I can't, it definitely kind of all happened around the same time. I think, I think like, I like when I heard like a uh, like dubstep or like electronic music early on. I was just like super like, how do they make that? Like, what is that? You know? Yeah. Like, what like wanting to know like what like a synthesizer is or like how? Yeah, just like how they make it was such a, like a mystery to me at the time, and it was cool to like kind of go and like unravel that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like with like stuff like that, like dubstep and like the stuff I heard in high school, like that and like um 
yeah like skrillex and then you have like the early on like really famous shit like dead mouse or like tiesto or whatever i feel like that yeah. stuff everyone kind of hears first and it's kind of like the entry and then the deeper you go is like a little bit closer to like some of the stuff i would equate that you like and what you do like you have to kind of start somewhere there and then you get further and further it's like anything like you start to crave the obscurity yeah definitely and like i'm not like picky when it comes to like what i'm like into like if you went through my spotify like it would it's like all over the place you know Mm -hmm. but like um there's definitely like a sound that i know that i like that i'm trying to like specifically like capture with the freeman project you know yeah when um another thing that i've been i wanted to ask you that i never really got to talk to you about even though i know you i knew you were there and stuff but how was it being like in europe and in germany and stuff and did it influence like you a lot and like what you wanted to do after you came back from there um yeah i mean i think i still like wanted to do the same stuff before but i think more than anything it was just cool to see like how the culture around like um dance music was different there because it's it is really different there like it's it's like like it's a lot more mainstream Mm -hmm. i guess like in terms of like people going to like you know big techno parties or like going out all night to like these like crazy like underground raves Mm -hmm. it's like much more like people who aren't like specifically like into techno music and stuff i think will end up just like going to that kind of stuff just because it's like the thing to do where like here i feel like you kind of like you kind of have to be into it first and then you find the events that are like yeah what you want to go to you know but like there's just kind of like it's kind of like an institution like even in especially in berlin like where there's so many like just crazy clubs and like all this stuff and I think I had like an idea of what that was like first but then to go and experience it firsthand was like definitely super cool yeah um like they just have like I think uh, such a big difference between like the culture there and here is like the the culture of like clubbing and like nightclubs and like partying here is very like it has a lot to do with how our rules for like alcohol are like Mm. how bars and clubs all close at like 2 a.m yeah and there's like there's like different there's like cool like underground stuff like in la especially you know there's like there's all kinds of like stuff that goes on all night which is not like common like not in big cities you know so that's cool that that's an option here and that's kind of like similar to how it is there but even still it's very like it's just like it's just like a much more like relaxed vibe there of like oh yeah i'm gonna go out and just stay out all night and that's it's just like easy and like chill and here i feel like if you go to like something like that it's like it's like a mission you know you're like oh like we're gonna go like do go to this crazy rave but like there it's just like because if you go to like an underground thing or like a warehouse rave or something downtown it's probably like it's probably like semi like legal you know where they're like they're all like sus about you getting in and it's like a it's like a weird thing you have to like pay a bunch of money and like i don't know but there it's just like way more i don't know there's just like more like infrastructure for it and it's Mm -hmm. just like i think it's just more like generally accepted in the culture yeah like a lot of the uh venues or like places to go out there are 
already catered to that as like how we just have like normal clubs or normal bars like they're already set up for that style of music and like yeah and they just like go for like 24 hours and it's not like it's not like a crazy thing that just happens all the time you know yeah but like yeah that's cool and then you yeah isn't it like the origins over there too in like berlin and stuff a lot of that stuff is um kind of like starting out over there um kind of i think like if you actually look at like dance music history i think a lot of it comes more from like america actually like originally like talking about the actual music right but i think like you know this is like a whole other like conversation but if you get into like the history of it you can see that like it it start like a lot of that music was like disco originally Mm. or like soul music or like you know like music that was like popular and like um like motown kind of music that yeah that went over to europe and got like more popular there because like you know for whatever like cultural reasons like it just clicked more with like their yeah vibe for some reason so like i mean i mean that's like before even too like with like the beatles and stuff and like all these like right that's bands coming over like all of that music is like inspired by like american like rock music you know and like yeah soul music and, and like stuff. blues and shit yeah and like techno and electronic music is kind of the same way where like really the original like first wave people were like kind of like people in detroit and chicago mm. who were like you know making this stuff and it had its own little like thing that was way more of like an underground um thing in america yeah and then it got like got really popular in europe but then like it was just way more marketable to like a greater like audience i think mm-hmm. like in europe so that's why it blew up so much more over there but then you know eventually that kind of like it's kind of like a cycle yeah you know, so it's crazy like looking at the history of a lot of different music like um so many black artists like kind of invented like everything that all like yeah, branched out and like yeah. either got stolen or inspired or whatever in the same way like now that you mentioned that it makes sense because when i was living in west hollywood they have a lot of history of that stuff there with like the dance music and the gay scene and like all the house and all that stuff and um, for sure when they is it's cool you said that when they took it over there they picked it up it was kind of like how i like the punk music and shit that was here like when they took it to the uk like they just like ran with that shit you know like it completely yeah blew up huge yeah totally exactly yeah that's cool though i mean it seems like uh going like to those different places like when you're into techno and like djing it it gives you like a lot more perspective on just like different way cultures do things and stuff yeah it was cool and it was definitely super cool to like be there with like the crew too, like be there with like rocky and like tanner in berlin and like just like really checking out like the culture you know was like i think pretty inspiring for all of us so mm-hmm. it's definitely like a cool move i know uh like we were all friends um in college and stuff like we've been mentioning um these people like rocky and tanner it's like i know people probably don't know like off the top who that is but they're uh all in your kind of collective label we were talking about perfect dark and um yeah i know we were all check out perfect dark yeah perfect dark uh, 909 and um yeah on instagram everyone was we were all friends and stuff so i obviously knew we were all together but what kind how did you guys kind of form that like 
musically though and like on the business side because i always never really knew the origins of like the actual grouping or collective whatever you want to call it yeah um so me and rocky have been like um we've been like collaborating on stuff from like super early on like we pretty much we kind of taught each other like how to like make music and kind of like like that's how we kind of like just learned from each other like trying to both like make music like in high school and stuff and that's always what I think for me too is like it's always been really important for me to have like other people around me who are like um, doing something similar that I can like sort of like like push off of or like not like compete with but you know like to have some like somebody who's just like doing like contemporaries you know who you yeah, can like and they keep it real like, with oh, you they, they did that like that was sick like uh, like oh no I gotta like do something crazy too you know mm-hmm. and I think that's like I think for any art that's like important you know to Definitely. like have other people like around you that you can like work off of um but yeah so me and Rocky had like just uh, just done that for like a long time just me and him and then when I went to school in Chico I was like always like looking for people who were also making music too and like yeah. trying to get involved with like any other kind of scenes where people are like doing music and stuff and I think early on I was like more involved with like hip hop stuff because that's just what I found first and there wasn't like a lot of like electronic music stuff mm-hmm. but I think me and Tanner met like I think like his freshman year and my sophomore year I think but we clicked pretty like fast just over like I think we met because like um, like one of us was wearing like a we did it shirt or something which is like a yeah like a label from the little LA tombstone that, thing yeah yeah mm-hmm. um and like we're like oh like that's like a sick label and then he, he, he was just like oh yeah like i make music and then i think we eventually just like linked up and like checked out each other's music and it was like oh cool like this is like similar yeah so i think from then on like me and tanner were like vibing on the same on the same frequency you know but um we were like in school for a long time we didn't start perfect dark until we actually all lived together right you know so like it wasn't until like we all had that that big house together that like i was like oh like we should do like an event you know we should actually have like a thing and um then like just thought of like the perfect dark game i don't know just like sounded cool and there was like i think there was some other ideas too but like we ended up going with the perfect dark one and then it was just like that was just the name of like our show mm-hmm. and then we just like started doing shows like in the basement like literally yeah and then just taking it out from there you know yeah yeah that's that's i guess that's what i assumed was the story too but i always wondered if there was any like actual just like I guess it sounds like once we were all living together, it was when you were like, all right, we're already here anyway. So let's uh, like make this an official like name for it or whatever. Yeah. Well, I think me and Tanner were always like wanting to like DJ parties as much as possible. But the Mm -hmm. thing is like your options for DJing parties are like, you know, usually just like frat parties where they kind of like want you to play like certain stuff and maybe you can get away with playing some like EDM or something. Yeah. But like, (laughs) we want i think we wanted to have a thing where it was like it was like our thing and like you come Mm -hmm. to our thing and like it's what we're playing you know yeah and um yeah i think it ended up being like a really smart call to like 
put us all under this like one like little umbrella and i think too i was thinking that too because it was like getting near the end of school and i was like okay well we're all gonna like probably go do different stuff where none of us are probably gonna like stay in chico right you know and so like it we gotta have something to like like some kind of like network to like connect under still Mm -hmm. and that was kind of like the idea for the perfect dark thing um and yeah i think it was a really good i think it was a really good decision because we're still doing it and yeah yeah and it worked i mean that was my uh like you guys introduced me to a lot of that music but i would say that was my main like introduction to like how like like a fun version of like a rave or like a dance thing because i've always had only been to the ones you mentioned like the shitty frat ones and i was like and now uh when we were doing those in like the basement and stuff i was like damn this shit's cool and then that's when i got more into like the graphics of it too and things and like there was just a lot of it was inspiring even though i wasn't gonna go and make music off of it obviously but i took from it in my own way and you're right in the way that it still does connect us like we're able to like it's like an excuse to hang out and also do something fun even though we live in yeah we don't all live in la you know yeah and i definitely like that was definitely sort of like planned like like, you know i was like oh like this will be like just like a cool like we just like a network you know Mm -hmm. just to keep everything like together like keep everybody like on the same page and like yeah especially for music stuff like i was saying earlier like i really like it's important to me to have like other people around me who are like like doing similar stuff and like other people like push off of so Mm -hmm. it's like really nice to have that yeah and like what you were saying about that too uh like something i wanted to add to that is that it's also very important that those people um they're not just like like they tell you how it is you know like they don't just yes man you or whatever yeah. like if it's if something is yeah, like no, bad they're like it's bad you know <laughs> or whatever so you're yeah, not no, because totally. like, a lot of people once i i've seen this happen um they get you know they get like too popular that people are scared to like offend them or like tell them straight up they'll just be like oh Dude, it's great yeah it's totally great. yeah 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 no that's like that's so true yeah and i can definitely i definitely feel comfortable like if i'm working with rocky or tanner to be like yeah like this is bad like let's like do something else you know and then it's like but like yeah it's like you gotta have that like that's like yeah that's like, like the, the issue when someone else can tell you that too you're like okay like yeah like yeah like, i think real, everyone yeah. needs to have like a lot stronger like network like network like that or a filter in their own mind because i i find myself sometimes with the internet it's like everything that you do like you just want to put it on the internet you know that's like your first instinct and then half the time if i sit with something for a while i'm like ah, oh, that's like kind of like a bad thing like maybe i shouldn't put yeah. that on the internet like i was just needing something like like you get into this mindset where you're like you need like content you know rather than yeah like, dude, uh, it's so true rather than good design good art good music like uh, I think that's why like when you mentioned with the smoke jumper stuff it's a good idea that you're actually like we're only going to do it if it's like a launch you know like it's an actual activation of like this thing rather than like yeah. hey here's a song like on my story link in my bio that's it you know yeah exactly yeah and like yeah just like have everything be like you know there's plenty of stuff like there. there's so much like so many hours of like 99% finished tracks and like unreleased music but it's just like we're like 
not like perfect you mm-hmm. know yeah and there's like a fine balance between that and then that some people get so in their head it's like yeah i'm working on this thing and it's been like 10 years you know or five years or whatever yeah that's what's nice too about like especially with working with rocky too is it's really nice to be able to have another person to be like oh like it's done you know like let's just like it's good to go yeah um which is definitely something that i'm kind of like trying to work on balancing with the freeman project too is because i'm like yeah it's like a little bit like difficult to be able to tell yourself like oh it's good like stop working on it like you can just drop it you know yeah but like yeah yeah it's good so like yeah i uh I um, spoke with this other, when I spoke with that guy, Timmy, he was mentioning something like along those lines where, you know, you could spend 10 years on this thing, but if it, it could be like the next Mona Lisa or whatever, but if no one knows who you are, cause you weren't doing things along the way or like getting your name out there in that path, it doesn't matter how good this thing is. Like no one's going to discover it. That's half the battle. It doesn't like, it can yeah. be the best thing ever. You, you have to know how to, you have to have people wanting the best thing ever, you know? very true so true yeah i wanted to yeah, that's one of those things that's really frustrating as like an artist too. oh yeah 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 i, I think it, it happens in all um like in all art or like fields too or like creative industries whatever you want to call it yeah yeah um one of the last things that i wanted to kind of ask you to to um recommend like do you have anything that you can recommend to the people listening like in terms of music that would be like good to listen to while working or anything like that you've been discovering lately that you can put put me put me onto and the audience and i can drop it in the in the description yeah you should definitely check out like perfect dark band camp that's <laughs> yeah. where we got yeah all, all our our tracks are on there it's all nice you could you could buy tracks you could buy merch it's all it's all on there mm-hmm. but then we also do every month we do like everybody in our crew so that's like me tanner miguel rocky and connor um all collaborate on like a, a playlist on spotify mm, the selects and yeah yeah and um yeah so we just like every month we try to put like 10 new songs in this playlist and okay. just like refresh it every month of just like you know what we're listening to but like more specifically like what we're listening to that that like is maybe stuff that we would play in like perfect dark sets oh, okay so it's got a nice mix of like all of our different kind of tastes you know so like you can like there's like a bunch of different vibes you can go through um but yeah i would i would say that people should check that out that's like that's sort of like what 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 are we listening to playlist you know yeah yeah that's good so, and yeah, we, i'll link um you want to if you're watching the or if you're listening to the audio uh or the video i'll link the stuff below so we'll have uh, all your stuff which your your perfect dark and the freeman stuff as well as the um playlist the selects i've actually listened to that uh, a few times when i'm trying to discover stuff and it's really good and um yeah that's pretty much it but i appreciate you coming on and if you guys want to hear a little bit more we're going to do a Q&A with trevor on the patreon but anything else you want to plug or shout out um go buy perfect dark tote bags <laughs> check out the band camp perfect dark 909 um check out my music freeman 713 on soundcloud mm-hmm. that's that's it yeah cool Oh yeah, well, it was good talking to you, man, and I'm sure I'll talk to you 
tomorrow too. <laughs> sure, sure, man. Of course. <laughs> All right, man. Peace out. See you, bro.